Hi there. Welcome to the ADHD Rants Podcast again. My name is Nellie. I'm your host. As you can see, I wanted to dress a little bit more spoopy today. Uh, if you are currently watching on the YouTube channel, or you head over to the YouTube channel to see what I'm wearing, and you go, what the fuck? That ain't spoopy. Can't even try. Cut me some slack. <laughs> okay. Most of the comfy clothes I own are not holiday themed. Okay. They are not holiday themed. Leave me alone. <laughs> Cut me some slack, please. Just be nice to me. But anyways, today I want to talk about platonic love. I gave you guys a little bit more of a view of Bruce's tank, by the way. Um, he was kind of up earlier and now he's hiding again. But anyways, that was off topic. I want to talk about platonic love. This is a subject that I would love for people to explore about themselves more because personally, I think platonic love is an absolutely beautiful thing. I think it should be definitely explored more. Love does not always have to mean sexual or romantic and it doesn't always have to be you only love family or someone that you are romantically interested in. It could be a friend. So, me personally, I love the people that I care about. Two people that I really love are my two best friends. So, they mean a lot to me. I love them very much. But there is no romantic or sexual anything going on there. I do things like buy them gifts. Um, I show them affection all the time. I will walk around holding their hand. But for me, we're still just friends. That is not us being romantic or anything like that. Now, some people might read that and think, oh, no, something's suppressed there. And there isn't. We're just friends. And I care about them exactly that way. They mean a lot to me. I remember one time having a dream about them that something happened to them. They were hurt. And I woke up in a pool of sweat, freaking out. My heart was racing because I thought something actually happened to them. And I went to go check to see if they were okay. They were fine. But it scared the bejesus out of me. So, what does platonic love mean for you? Do you, can you think of anybody in your life that you platonically love that isn't your family or a romantic love interest? I have several people in my life that I platonically love. And it is just strictly, we are friends and I have love for them. Now, I'm not saying every single... He's moving, but I don't think you can see him. <laughs> now, I'm not say saying every single Dick and Harry that I meet is somebody that if we become friends, I love them automatically. That's not really what I mean, at least when it comes to my platonic love. I definitely have to get to know you a little better, know you, of course, for a certain amount of time. <laughs> and then once we reach a level of platonic love, that I have for you, of course, I'm there for you whenever you need me to be. For my best friends, for instance, 
if something ever happened and they needed me to drop whatever I was doing, realistically, if I could, I would. I would do it because I love them. And if they need me for something, I will be there. And I mean that for anybody I platonically love. It's not even just them that I platonically love. There's someone that I deeply care about. Do not worry. This is not about to get political. But there is somebody that I deeply care about that lives over in Palestine. I've known him since about 2014, I believe. And he's always kind of kept me up to date with what's going on over there. We became friends on a game that I played several years ago. Um, I know I no longer play the game. I'm not sure if he still does. I know I don't. And, but we have still stayed in contact through the times. I still reach out to him every now and then. Of course, to check up on him to see how he's doing to make sure he's still alive and safe. But I also do things because he's Muslim, for example. I risk him every year that I can remember because <laughs> um, I try to keep up with what exactly it falls on I wish him a blessed Ramadan and happy Eid I do that every year for him and then I do just random check-ins with him to see how he's doing he keeps me updated with how he's doing and that's how we communicate it's nothing too, in- too extensive anymore we did used to talk a little bit more several years ago but over the years we've both gotten busy lives I've gotten a very busy life and he kind of had a busy life even prior um to me getting busier so we definitely don't talk as much as we used to but that doesn't matter we still built something I still care about him and I still have so much love for him to a point that I worry about him on a daily basis actually recently I hadn't heard from him in a while and I reached out to a mutual friend of ours I'll call I'll call them a friend I can't really say that uh, her and I are still friends it's um yeah I can't because we we just don't really talk like that but I reached out to her to see if she's heard from them and through some communication He eventually reached out to me. He explained to me what was going on. Like, his phone had messed up and yada yada. And he let me know he's fine, he's alive, and he kind of updated me about his life. And I appreciated that because I was getting very worried. It It had been several months since I heard from him and I was wondering if he was doing okay. So, there's another friend that, unfortunately, I am no longer speaking to him just for my own own mental health. I think it's better that we just don't speak anymore, but I still have a lot of love for him. I've known him since I was 16? Yeah, 16. And I cut him off probably a little over a year ago or so. And I still have so much love for him but I did have to let him go again for my own mental health and sometimes you have to do that and there's nothing wrong with that but just because I did that does not mean that I don't still love him 
I still very much love him and through the years that we have talked I've always worried about him because of how he is I've always wondered if he's okay I've always checked in on him to make sure he was doing all right unfortunately I don't have those avenues to do that much anymore like I said we don't talk but I still worry I still have so much love for him and even though I decided that I no longer wanted to speak with him, I'm still wishing him all the best. I really am. Because that was somebody that was a huge part of my life at one point. He was there for me whenever I had tried to take my life at one point. He... <sighs> he was there through a lot of things. So while... We no longer talk. I still care about him deeply. With platonic love, I think people need to understand that you can still be loved on without being in a relationship. That is why I love all my friends so hard. To show that you don't have to, especially deal with, at times, a toxic relationship to feel loved. Because sometimes, unfortunately, people stay in toxic relationships just because they want to feel loved. But I feel like if we cultivated platonic relationships a lot more, that would happen a lot less. You know, I have no problem buying my friends gifts. I have no problem telling my friends that I love them. I have no problem hugging them, kissing them on the cheek or anything like that to show that I love them. And I care about them. There are so many ways that you can show love. Depending on your friend's love language. I know this is running. It is driving me nuts. I need a tissue. Uh, but yeah, depending on their love language. You can still use somebody's love language. Even outside of romance. To show them love. <sighs> if someone... Love language is words of affirmation. You can still talk them up and tell them that they're doing a great job. And that's still showing that you love them. So, platonic love. Do you show the people around you enough that you love them? And no, I'm not saying everybody. You know... That friend that you met once five years ago and then you see each other once a year and y'all just really click. There's a certain level of platonic love. There's friendships and then there's friendships. You don't have to be on a best friend level to love somebody platonically. You don't have to talk on a daily basis to love someone platonically similar to a romantic interest you'll know if you deeply care about somebody on a friendship level as well and if you do show them affection you absolutely should do that to your for your friends absolutely especially if you have friends around you that maybe they do have a hard time finding love for themselves 
But love is love. <laughs> love is just that. Whenever you show somebody love, it heals so much. So much. You never know what your friend is going through and they might need it. You never know. You never know how much they might be seeking some type of just what's the word I'm looking for just positive reinforcement from you not even just positive reinforcement Every time I go out of town, I always bring back, um, let's rewind. Okay. Whenever I am out, a lot of times I'll be shopping or I'll just be walking around and I'll notice something that makes me think, oh my God, my friend would like this. And so I get it for them because I want them to have it because I'm sure it'll make them happy and I want to show that I care about them <clears throat> I've done this several times um, through ways of what I believe things that they like things that they care for and that's how I kind of focus on what I feel would be a good gift for, the, for them not just around the holidays just because I was walking around and I wanted to do it The look on my friends' faces whenever I pass that stuff off is the reason why I do it. You know, some people really need that. They do. And there's nothing wrong with needing that. Like I said before, love is love. Somebody showing you love still does something in here whether it's your grandmother whether it's your mother whether it's your father whether it's your sister whether it's your cousin whether it's your love interest whether it's your best friend of 20 years someone showing you love means something it means so much I've had so many friends over the years that I always try my best to show that I I love them in various ways whether it's they want me to be there for them because they're going through something if um, they need to talk they just need to talk and it's not necessarily venting they just need someone to talk to I'll be here for them I don't mind doing stuff like that because I know for me, personally, for example, I know there's been several times in my life when stuff has happened and there was a specific person that I wanted to talk to. And sometimes I could talk to that specific person, sometimes I couldn't. Really depended on the situation, but 
The times I was able to talk to them, it made a very big difference. A huge difference. In my mood. (laughs) And just how I felt inside. Everything. It made a huge difference. So let's go back to the question I asked earlier. Have you shown the people around you that you care about, that you love them? Because you should. Ask yourself that question. Have you shown them? And if you did, in what way did you show them? Was it in a way that complimented their love language? Because this is something I preach about in romance. I will also preach about in platonic love as well you can't love somebody the way you want to love somebody you have to understand what their love language is I don't really care being bought gifts so if you consistently buy me gifts that's not really something that's going to register for me as love that's just it's just not that's just not something that's for me whether in a platonic relationship or a romantic relationship, or even family. Most of my family understands that I don't really care for stuff like that by now. You have to understand a way to love your friends. You have to make sure that you're listening to them. Your love can't just always be about your romantic interests. Because, let's also be honest here, If you only love your romantic interest, you really need to learn how to love. (laughs) If, especially if you're hopping from romantic interest to romantic interest to romantic interest, you got to pause for a minute, pull it back and just think about what does love mean for you? Because it doesn't always need to be sexual. I promise. (laughs) I promise. There's been so many times that I have been sitting on a couch with my best friends. We're not talking. And I was perfectly content with what was going on. I was happy. I was happy just to be around them. Or we would pop over. Oh, We would pop open some alcohol and we'd start just talking and giggling and whatever. And again, I'm just happy to be here. I just love being here. It it truly makes me happy to experience it. And it also helps me understand that on the romantic side if they're not making me feel like this then that's an issue because all yes that's just a platonic love I should also be able to just sit and be happy with somebody that I romantically love as well I shouldn't feel anxious I shouldn't feel like I'm walking on eggshells I shouldn't even feel monotone Now, are you going to have days like that? Absolutely. Nothing's perfect. Nobody's perfect. No relationship is perfect. No person walking this earth 
this perfect. You're going to have days like that. But what I do know is if there's certain stuff that's happening in my platonic relationships that are not transferring to my romantic relationships, that's an issue. That's a problem. Because then it becomes, why are we together? Because if it's only for sex, that's not a good reason to be together. <laughs> and again, this is coming from a very sexual person. If there were more platonic relationships, I really think there would be a whole lot less of this men and women cannot be friends. Because yes, they can. I don't care what anyone says. Yes, they can. And I will die on that hill. I will absolutely die on that hill. But because things have just been molded to where if someone even shows you the slightest bit of affection from the opposite sex, that means they're into you and you should explore it. It has really ruined the potential of great friendships out there. It's ruined it a lot. It's very sad, honestly, the more I think about it, because I think about over the years how many guy friends I had to cut off because they admitted feelings for me. I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep it 100 here. And I say this with no disrespect. None. Zero. No disrespect. If any of the guys that ever confessed to me listen to this, I'm not trying to invalidate you. But what I will say is the amount of guys that have confessed to me ain't that many people in love with me. Let's be for real. <laughs> Let's be for real. Let's be for real. And the ones that I've explored, I definitely found out that they really just only were there because they liked my attention. And that was it. I explored. I, I seemed to have expressed some type of interest in them and they wanted to explore it and in some cases I did I thought eh, why not a lot of cases I didn't because I, I literally was not feeling that way and especially after kind of the first time that I've explored it and I realized oh that was a bad idea because I actually don't feel that way I should have never went down this road. And now, shit is complicated. <laughs> this has gotten complicated! I really wish you guys could see him. He's just kind of laying there right now. Hey, baby! He's ignoring me. Oh, he looks my way. Hey, baby! I really feel like there's just a lot of friendships that I I really wish could have kept going if it wasn't for the whole confession thing. But it happens. I'm not going to say I didn't get the get ever get wound up in stuff like that as well. I definitely feel like that happened with my ex. I don't feel like I was in love with my ex. I really don't just because of the more I kind of dissect the person he is 
I don't see myself being in love with them. Now, maybe I was. And I, I just really have changed a lot of my outlook on things. But I don't feel like I was. And I do feel like that relationship ending was truly a blessing. But if we had stay friends, I think that would have been a lot better. And things wouldn't have blown up as the way they did. But unfortunately they did. It happens. You learn, you move on. Now, something I do also want to cover is I completely understand that there are people that purposely, purposely put out mixed signals. So, while I'm over here preaching, I get tired of people. I got tired of specifically men confessing to me. I know there are people that purposely put out mixed signals. Me personally, I feel like if you straight up ask me, I mean like straight up ask me, not trying to like slide in a question, like trying to poke and prod and I have no clue why the fuck you're asking these questions, so I'm answering them based on how I think I should answer them, which is usually just to the point and truthfully. And you're not getting the answer that you need. And in reality, if you just came out and asked me, there's a chance I would have cleared it up. But I definitely understand there's a lot of people that put out their mixed signals. And they definitely do take advantage of the platonic love. Feelers isn't the right word. I don't know what to say. Not feelers. Um, just the platonic love vibes. Let's go with that. That they put out there. You know, they'll say things like, oh yeah, I have love for you. And they're keeping it very vague on purpose. Instead of clearing up for, with, for example, I had a guy that I was seeing probably about two years ago. Right? Yeah, probably about two years ago. I wanted to have the conversation with him of, you know, is this going anywhere? He, he basically said, or he was straight up with me and said that, you know, I'm enjoying this, but I'm not seeing this going anywhere. Um, enjoying the sex, basically, is what he was saying. <laughs> and he was. He was enjoying the sex. I was enjoying the sex. And so I thought, cool. You were straight up about it? Awesome. We can move on. I understand that I don't need to wonder about anything. Wonder if um, I should be thinking about if this might move on to the next level or anything like that, I can just kind of live my life and move on. But I understand not everybody's that way. And the reason why I bring that up is, be is because I understand the fact that people are that vague. The term love, term, I said term, term love in general can be very scary. It can be very scary to say I love you even to somebody that is just a friend. Because even a friend can take advantage of you. 
I get that. I understand. I really do. There are definitely some awful people out there. And unfortunately, some people are lessons. But please know, just like in romantic love, when somebody breaks your heart, knowing you shouldn't give up there, don't give up in platonic love either. Platonic love is beautiful. And I'm not going to say it's stronger than romantic love, but considering platonic love can be a wide net, it definitely can be a lot more intense. I completely understand that there's certain things that only a romantic partner can really fulfill. That last bit of validation sometimes really needs to come from a romantic partner. And I get that. I understand that. I definitely had somebody that I was dating several years ago that, yeah, I needed to feel that they were okay with some of the things that I was saying or um, some of my thought processes as well because it just felt good to have them validate me. So I get that. But platonic love can also help a lot with that too. And let's be honest, we all love endorphins. <laughs> we need to love each other. This world needs so much more of it. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. That's the only thing that there's just too little of. Because there really is too little of love in this world. I really think things would just be a lot smoother on this planet if we just had a lot more love for our fellow man woman non-binary person our fellow fellow person I think a lot of things in this world would be a lot smoother the fact that 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 there's not as much love definitely to me makes me feel like that it has built up greed and that is why there is so much toxicity and animosity today to where there's just disgusting things where they don't need to exist there's absolutely no need to be nasty in certain situations it's just unnecessary especially whenever in reality it should be seen as a compliment um There's just a lot of unnecessary things that I feel like would be squashed if there was a lot more love in this world. (laughs) I truly believe that. I'll die on that hill. Do I sound like a hippie? Yes. 
Was I probably a hippie in a past life? Fucking probably. I don't know. We need more love, man. But I don't care what anyone says. Because I 1000% believe that is true. I think there would just be a lot less greed going on in this world if we cared about each other more. Even if we cared about a total stranger. There would definitely (laughs) be a much smoother process in life if we especially cared about strangers. And I'm not saying that you need to give the stranger the clothes off your back. I'm saying don't be nasty for no reason. A good example is so recently he's not my friend. I'm not going to call him my friend. However, I was talking with some friends last night who were concerned about a friend of theirs. He has unfortunately gone through some stuff and he's going down a very dark path right now. So they're worried, as they should be. They're his friends. They should be worried. I don't talk to him. I don't care for him. However, hearing that conversation, I knew my best friends were friends with him. So, I called them up today, because they're out of town right now, um, and they will be seeing him. I called them up today and said, I said, hey, this conversation happened last night. Can you keep an eye out to make sure he's doing okay? I did not do that because necessarily I care about him directly. Um, and do I have some type of worry? Yes, absolutely. He's not my friend, but he is a friend of people I care about. And also he's human. He's gone through stuff. So naturally, I did want to put my two cents in. Now, am I reaching out to him directly? Absolutely not. But also, what I'm not going to do is sit here and hope that things get worse for him. Because why? What is the point of that? Why? No, I don't care for him. But also, if he could improve as a person, at least in my eyes, um, uh, someone's personality is completely in the eye of the beholder but if he could improve and get better and get away from this dark path personally I'd prefer that there's so many people I've met in life where I had just an awful interaction with them I have nothing but negativity associated with them but also I'm not going to just be nasty with them for no reason. Exhibit A, this person again. I was bringing up last night how, you know, I don't really care for him, but also I'm an adult. I'm not going to start a fight with him for no reason. I know how to be cordial. I can sit in the same room with him without trying to start a fight for no reason because that's fucking dumb and childish. And that's how it should be. That's exactly how it should be. And and then my friends continued venting about their worries, of course. 
And they were very valid worries that they had. Absolutely valid. And that's why I called my best friend to kind of keep an eye on said person. I still hope he gets better and he goes away from this dark path even though I don't care for him as a person because reality is if he improves maybe I'll start to like him maybe then we can be friends who knows now is that always the case no there's gonna be people in your life that you do not care for but also there's just no need to have unnecessary animosity where you don't need to have it (laughs) I was not about to join in and say oh well I'm I'm glad he's going through it right now that's dumb it's dumb and I know a lot of people that would absolutely thrive in environments like that of they see someone that they don't care for going through it and they're thinking oh my god thank god now I understand there are certain situations maybe this person hurt them Uh, maybe this person stole from them obviously there's certain situations for him he personally never did anything for me his personality just wasn't it for me so I don't associate myself with him that's just it so there's no need to just have extra animosity no zero I just don't do it I keep drinking from this Tobo Chico Um, my friend calls it spicy water (laughs) I don't know if she watches my or watches or listens to my podcast or not but (laughs) she calls it spicy water I actually told um, another friend the story of her calling it spicy water today (laughs) It's so funny. So shout out if you're watching. I'm drinking spicy water. (laughs) That's another friend I platonically love. By the way. Again, I don't know if they listen to the podcast. They might not ever see this. What the world needs now is love. Sweet love, I never said I could sing. Because I can't. I cannot sing. I'm not a singer. (laughs) I am not a singer whatsoever. But the world truly does need more love. There needs to be more love and more caring in this world. I don't understand because it seems like in today's standards that doing either one of those is a sign of weakness and it's not and well yes I understand the other side of it because the other side of it is a lot of people like to say well people like to take advantage and yada yada stuff like that trust me I get that As a person that has been taken advantage of, I 100% get that. 100%. (laughs) I know exactly where you're coming from. You're preaching to the choir sister. But also, it does not help to not have love and caring in this world. Because 
with the positivity going down, the only thing negativity has to do is grow. It creates more animosity, more greed, just an all-around more negative environment that is just so unnecessary and it just makes things in the long run harder for everybody it really does I know some people feel as though the ones that are being greedy and selfish they get it easier it can look like that but in reality they have their own set of problems like for example let's say somebody robs a bank they get 10 million dollars you just robbed a bank. You're now consistently looking over your shoulder to see if you're getting caught. There's always something. There's always something. So, instead of doing stuff like that and being greedy, why don't we just love and care about each other a little more? Does that mean that you probably won't get $10 million? Absolutely. I'm not saying that that does not mean you will still get your $10 million. Absolutely. But I promise you, you will still be fucking comfortable. You'll still be comfortable. And those around you will not starve. You know, take that last two minutes of analogy how you will. Just take that how you will. <laughs> That might have gotten a little political there for a minute. Take that how you will. Just. <laughs> but, oh, crap. I did the thing to where the inside vibrates. But anyways. I think I'm going to wrap it up here. I think this was a good talk. I really think you listening, take the time to see to think and see do you show your friends platonic love in a way that complements their love language not yours their love language do you do that and yes for those who are wondering Showing you love somebody can also be sending memes and TikToks. <laughs> Me and my friends do that all the time. <laughs> it can absolutely be that. But there are so many ways to show people that you love them. So many ways. And be sure that you're getting that love in return. Because you deserve love too. Not just romantically, not just from your family, but platonically. Your friends should love you back. Your friends should also love on you. And if they're not, try and have a conversation as to why it's not happening. And if there's no improvement, figure out what your next step needs to be. But everybody deserves love. Everybody. 
everybody deserves love. Yes, you, even you, listening right now. You, you. I said what I said. You deserve love. I said what I said. Don't you go and let that little voice inside your head tell you that you do not deserve love. You tell that little voice to shut the fuck up. Tell it to shut up. No, no, no. Okay, I'll stop being silly. Sorry. (laughs) But on that note, as I always said, my email is open for anybody that wants to reach out to me and say anything. Again, I'm not a therapist. I may give feedback. I'll be honest with you. My feedback might be go to therapy. But if you ever need to vent... Or you have something that you want me to discuss on the podcast. Feel free to shoot me an email. Or on any of my handles, shoot me a DM. Feel free. Of course, if you... Actually, no. Let's not even say that. In general, if you shoot me an email and you want to remain anonymous, do not include any personal details about yourself. In fact, don't do that in general. (laughs) I am still a stranger on the internet. Just don't do it. But I'm going to sign off with my usual. So ADHD Rants Podcast will be streaming on most podcast streaming platforms. As well as on the YouTube channel. On podcast platforms, it will be up every Sunday. And on YouTube, it will be up, if not that Sunday, the following Monday. So, feel free to join us over on the YouTube channel. You'll be able to see what outfit I'm wearing today. And, you know, you can criticize it. Say, this is not spoopy enough. (laughs) Not spoopy enough. ADHD Rants Podcast is just exactly that. A girl with ADHD ranting. I just... An idiot with a microphone. Thank you for listening. And as always, I will sign off with take care of yourself and each other. <laughs>